You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, Episode 7. Uh, thank you for everyone joining us in the live chat for coming out to the live show today. Just as a reminder, you can join us each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Uh, just search for Podcast PXN. You'll find us live there. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. DTM or Dan is DTM on Twitter. And I'm joined by the pride of PlayStation, Sean Babiak. Sean, what's up? I have a question for you. No, what, Do what any it? of your friends, mm-hmm. like outside of people I know, ever refer to you as DTM? No. Or is it just the Minecraft people? No, no, yeah, pretty much just the Minecraft people that think I'm TDM and they call me that. Yeah, every Are you time TDM? you always say no. that, you know, also yeah. known as. I'm like, well, well, I don't know who knows you as that. People on Twitter know me as DTM, like people in the Halo community like and stuff. Ian Rappaport, Adam no, Schefter. I don't care about them. They, yeah, but it's like good people that you really like. Yeah, but I don't follow them for. We're DTM. I'm making an already. Andrew Luck joke, and you don't even get it. Shut up. I hate. Andrew Luck. <laughs> All right, we always start the show with the PXN News of the Week, so let's go ahead and jump right into the show. First up on the PXN News, we have Remedy announcing brand new DLC and two paid expansions for Control. So this is super exciting because Control was super awesome. I talked about it, what, two weeks ago? Last week. Uh, it was last week. Maybe. Last week. Yeah. Whatever. My week came out at the end of August. It's our, It's like the middle of September. It was last week. Whatever. Last week. Whatever. Whenever I talked about Control, but uh, I'm very excited about this content because uh, one of the things they're working on is a photo mode. Obviously, that's something that has been pretty much a staple in all next generation games because people just want to see awesome photos with their... I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of the photo mode add-on. Really? I get it, like, as far as, like, you want to see this, like, look all in its glory. But, I mean, it's yeah. not a selling point for me. There, There's also another, there's a new game mode that they announced that they're calling Expeditions. Uh, apparently, it's a challenging new endgame mode in which Jesse must help Security Chief explore the mysterious formation and its strange surroundings. What is kind of disappointing for me, we talked about uh, wanting a new game plus. What I would like to see on something, and I would apparently lo- not. I would love to see that because, like I told you, like the end of that game was my favorite part of the entire game, but apparently there's no new game plus in here. Uh, one, one more interesting thing from this, there's two new expansions, paid expansions that they announced, one of which has uh, a basically an abbreviation that says AWE, and the top of the logo says uh, has a picture of Alan Wake in it, and the bottom is Control. So it's almost like they're trying to tease something like some kind of incorporation with Alan Wake, which I would freaking be all over because I loved Alan Wake. Uh, I'm not sure how they would do that right now, although the kind of the uh, mystery around the stories are very similar. Um, I definitely, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where, where they go with that expansion. So the only thing I have a question on is if yeah. they, and I didn't read into the story really at all, is is it a season pass DLC or is it just two separate ones? They're just two separate expansions. They didn't say anything about a season pass at all. Um, they might have something that combines them and has a I was going to say, because that, that in my mind always has sold me on DLC when yeah. I see, like, so as you know, I, I pre-ordered the Borderlands expansion. 
and that's coming with four already announced DLCs. And yeah. if it's anything like the other Borderlands, there's going to be multiple ones. Oh, and they'll be meaty. Yeah. Um, but I'm already getting a discount on that on top of the extra stuff. So it really incentivizes me to go ahead and buy that DLC. Yeah. So I, I just would hope that they would do that. I know Bioshock Infinite did the same thing to me. Yeah. Um, I luckily was smart and did not get Batman Arkham Knights because yeah. it just was that getting was, out to be awful. Oh. And it, it ended up being just as bad. That was a train wreck. Uh, live in our chat, Tyler and uh, Ben are both responding about my haircut. Yes, my hair is cut. And uh, it is a shock, but uh, what, what what is that? Vanna Whiting, you man. Vanna Whiting. Put your head, put well, your head right here. The podcast people can't hear us, you know. No, they heard the wind. They heard my they heard wind. The, the wind, wind of my uh, arms uh, going through. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's perfect. All right. Daniel's got a neighbor that's moving in next door. He's trying to dress to impress. That's so I'm not, wishing him luck. I'm wishing him luck. That's not true. But anyways, we'll move on to the next <laughs> item on the news of the week. I'll let you take control of that one. Ha! <laughs> Get it? Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a nice pun. I wish we did that one, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. If you could never touch me again. <laughs> I, think you just, I think you just had a mental breakdown. No, go ahead. Uh, so aforementioned Borderlands yep. uh, just a little bit ago. Um, the reviews are coming out, and it is getting stellar reviews thus far. Uh, I know um, uh, Duggan from IGN gave it a 9.0. I saw yep. a Metacritic. Right now, it's floating between a 90 and a 92, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically on par with Borderlands 2, uh, which is a lot of people's favorite in the whole series. And even though it being a, a favorite of the series, they are actually saying it's better than 2. A lot of reviewers. Mm-hmm. Now, again, always go into a game with your own opinions, not a reviewer's opinion yep. uh, for something like that. But obviously, I am stoked. I only got two more days to wait, and then I can start playing it. Uh, it is getting praised as far as the locale. When you think of Borderlands, you always think of like that graphical jump that they did when it came to the cell shading and how great it looked, but it was all samey. Yeah. Um, the environments were either dust or light gray, almost like that PS3, Xbox 360 early days where it was like all monotone in a way. Yeah. Um, but and then it had snow levels too. That was about it. But now when you see these like videos of, like these neon planets and these giant sprawling cities and all that stuff, it's looking to be something that you're going to be like, oh man, jaw-dropping almost. Yeah. It's almost like, like Rage, the new Rage 2, the trailers that they put out for that game were like super vibrant and sort of yeah. similar to that. Yeah, I almost think, I, and I know you're not a fan of the game, but like um, the relaunch of like the Killzone series, even though we know it didn't stick around, but Shadowfall brought a lot to the table as far as color palette yeah. because the first three games were so bland. Oh, um, that's what Borderlands 3 is shaping up to be, in my opinion. Uh, honestly, probably next week, expect for me to dive in a lot deeper into this. Um, I am one of those people that took a vacation for the game because I am just that excited for it. Uh, one, I had to, and it just worked out. But, you know, I, I think it's going to do gangbusters just like the two. Um, I don't know if it'll have the feet of the second one, uh, mostly because two ended up getting ported on so many different systems. I mean, there's a VR, there's a Vita, which the VR somehow ended up being better than the Vita version, but whatever, which doesn't make sense. That shouldn't translate that well. Um, But I I hope that it gets you to maybe, I know you're not a day one uh, person for Borderlands, but maybe discount day. 
that yeah. type of thing. Especially yeah. we know Black Friday deals even with new releases. Yeah, I'm a huge Borderlands fan. It's just there's so much going on right now. I'm trying to push through Gears Five. So if I finish Gears Five by then, then I'll probably get it. But that's honestly that makes me the most nervous because you say that yeah. Link's Awakening's next Friday. Yeah, and obviously that there's two of my top five already gone. Yeah, um, and I have that pre-ordered as well. And it's just like. Okay, I'm luckily Link's Awakening is not going to take me as long as Borderlands. Yeah, um, they're, they're talking like forty to fifty hours that you can do for the campaign just that's, in Borderlands. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so it's gonna be meaty. Yep. So we'll go on to the final item on the PXN news of the week. Short, short news week. Just yeah. in case anybody's wondering. Just uh, we're doing a little bit different structure this week. We're gonna have a short news cycle, and then we're gonna go into the topic of the show and games we were playing. But then uh, we're gonna do like a fun little game at the end, time permitting. Um, but the last news item we have is uh, there's a new Resident Evil game. Resident that's finally, Evil. Yeah. That, well, I'm a little scared about how uh, good that was. But, uh, <laughs> That's how you know I played way too many of them. <laughs> yeah. There's a new Resident Evil called Project Resistance. Obviously, it's just a code name right now. Um, it looks super interesting, and a lot of people are comparing it to the Outbreak, I believe, uh, Resident Evil Outbreak game that came out a long time ago. Uh, like PS- it uh, came out in the PS3 uh, days or PS... Two, Maybe I it thought. was PBS two. Yeah, I thought it was. PS2. It was because it was in between Veronica's. Yeah, yes, it was in between Veronica's. So people are comparing it not to that Raccoon City. And oh god, not no. Raccoon City. Raccoon City was awful, no doubt about it. I think and, when IGN scored it a four yeah. or maybe even a three five, yeah. they probably think they scored it too high. Yeah, that <laughs> honestly, that's probably the worst Resident Evil game, and that's saying something because Resident Evil six is absolutely awful. I would have to agree with you, especially with how excited I was with 6. Yeah. Because I am in that camp that actually really likes 5. Yeah, 5 I liked I understand that people were not a fan of it changing genres to action-based, but I actually played that game co-op, and I just thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very similar to the Dead Space series, where Dead Space slowly continued to get more action-y and less horror-based, and... Uh, Resident Evil 5 was kind of the same way. It but I think the transition action. was safer with Resident Evil than it was with Dead Space because yeah. Dead Space figured out that perfect line on 2. Yeah. How to get your horror and your action, whereas... 3 was... Ugh. Yeah, that and I always wanted to do the co-op, but you got blacked out of like certain side missions if you didn't do co-op. Yeah. I don't know. So this new project looks super interesting, and actually the trailer kind of gives me Love for Dead vibes with which... It's what I was kind of thinking, and yeah. so I haven't told you this yet either, but yeah. we'll see how this whole thing measures up to it, but I know like my group of friends, they're not really into the horror genre or anything like that, so... I know you are primarily an Xbox player, so like if I were to get this, I could vision myself probably getting on the Xbox just to follow that friend base. There we go. Um, but it does look like something, as long as they're going to sell it as the opposite, in my mind, of that Raccoon City debacle, oh, I will be okay with it. Oh, so bad. And if they maybe are smart and do Left 4 Dead uh, comparisons. Yeah. Um, that's doesn't necessarily have to be a first person or, right. I don't know, the levels don't have to be con- uh, constructed the, same the exact way. same, right. but you want that feeling. Yeah. You always want to capture the feeling of another game, maybe not the exact essence of it. Yep, I agree completely. Um, so that's the end of our news of the week. Uh, we'll go into the games we are playing. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Um, pretty much just Gears 5 and Worms Battlegrounds. Uh, Gears and- of War 5, right? 
it's still the Gears of War franchise, but it's called Gears Five. Uh, the, yeah, that I don't understand it, but it's I think it makes more sense for the franchise just to be shortened to Gears Five. But anyway. I'm just surprised they didn't go um, after uh, when they launched four. They didn't go back to like what a lot of games did, which was drop numbers. Yeah. Because I figured they would when Judgment Day came out. And that's what Halo has done yeah. now and will continue to do. Yeah. Because Bobby So maybe Ross the next console about. generation we could see that with Gears. I think, they'll do, a I think they'll do six, which will wrap up their like current story arc and then maybe do something like that after that. Yeah. Or maybe the Coalition does something new. Because remember, the Coalition actually had that uh, weird like stealth game that was like in China or something that they showed that trailer for. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was when they were called Black Tusk. Yes. And they showed that off. Was and that then three years ago? That was like four. No, that was more than that, like five years ago. Because it was right. Tusk. It yeah. was right when uh, Microsoft was right after they announced their console and everything. And actually, I think it was that first E3 that they showed off the Xbox One uh, a few months prior. That's why, because I forget everything about that conference from Xbox. Yeah, because <laughs> because uh, Microsoft had acquired the rights to uh, to uh, develop and publish Gears of War from Epic about, I don't know, six months after they announced that game. And then that game obviously got canceled because they were transitioning to yeah. Gears of War. But anyways, that's a side note there. Gears 5, I'm super loving it the campaign's awesome uh last night i played some multiplayer uh and that was fun uh horde as well but i'll kind of hold off on most of my impressions because i want to talk about that in the topic of the show hates the game Uh, that's the bottom line you can end the podcast yeah no but uh i'll get to that in a little bit on the topic of the show uh worms battlegrounds uh just kind of picked it up playing with friends um online ben and tyler we were playing uh it's kind of a weird party game like worms games are always weird worms games have been around since i feel like the dawn of time yeah um there's a so many in that entire series i feel like there's so many weapons and stuff in that and i have no idea what any of them do so like you click on and you're like i have no idea how to do this or control this or anything you're just kind of winging it and it's kind of a disaster but it's fun so um so as far as my games uh, that I've been playing as far as this week, uh, I will admit Apex has only been one time. Whoa. And it's maybe been for like 40-ish minutes. That was it this whole week. Yeah. Um, just because the rap, the rap is done. It's Borderlands time. Um, so I do more into Darksiders 3. Uh, have a lot more thoughts with it. I am really enjoying the campaign. I am almost done. I have one more sin to collect. Um... And then I will be complete with it. Uh, I take back what I said about last week for you playing it. I don't believe you're going to like it as much. Um, so the exploring is there that is in Darksiders 1 and 2 and finding the secrets mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And the basic mechanics of those two Darksiders games are there. Um, the combat, I think, is where you're going to struggle with just from the gameplay aspect of you not liking that. Even if I, like, crank down the difficulty, you think? That I'm not for sure. Yeah. Um, only because, as, like, most people know, when I play, like, action games, I do like to play it on hard settings. Yep. Um, and that's just from my 1980s background as far as games. Uh, so, like, it's possible it would be easier for you yeah. uh, with that sense. Because um, I know they did liken the combat to 1 and 2 if you go down to a lower difficulty. Uh, I just I don't know if that's the way they intended it to be played. Yeah. 
actually do enjoy the story. The one thing I will say, though, that has finally peaked its ugly head, in my opinion, yep. is really the glitches. Um, I understand now oh. uh, reviewers about that certain stuff. I was watching you a little bit that one day, and it was like the frame rate was yeah. just consistently awful. Yeah, and like we'll do that every time you load into a new area, which I get. I don't get in today's world yeah i mean that that stuff we were so used to when like we opened a door it would flip out for a few seconds and you'd be good to go and yeah i i just feel like we're past that point in gaming so it's just very annoying that it is or like during a cutscene, how it'll take a few moments for the textures to pop in yeah um or you won't get that detail so it's just i i understand they're not a big studio they're not what thq was mm. i mean it's gunfire games and it's published by thq nordic Yep. Um, but it's it's still not a giant team. I'm just hoping that when we see uh, Darksiders Genesis, we'll see a little bit more polish with that comes out stuff. True. Um, we'll see because obviously that's a completely new gameplay. Yep. Um, another announcement from last week when we talked about uh, all the Nintendo Direct stuff. Uh, I did get a chance to play as uh, Banjo Kazooie oh, in Smash Brothers. Banjo. It seems like he's getting generally mixed reactions from the community. Yeah, I, um, I heard some people say they didn't like the uh, the move set. Yeah, I, guess. Uh, I actually really like him. Oh, okay. um, I think, and as everyone knows from our first episode, I was not a fan of the Dragon Warrior yeah. or sorry, Hero. Um, and I really liked Banjo Kazooie's move set. Now I do see a little bit of OP in him. Maybe not so much as like King K. Rule, where when they launched him in this cycle he is like so op it's ridiculous um that's why my friends all banned me from playing as him because <laughs> uh, yeah i could you can knock somebody out in two hits that's ridiculous uh um, that's absurd but his his jump is it almost feels like it's impossible to knock me off as him because he already jumps high then he has a floating uh with kazooie on his back and then his up b almost launches a trampoline to mm. get even higher and then nice. you can kind of float down that's cool so it's it feels a little unfair. Somebody's trying to knock me. I can get back to it. But as you know, Smash Brothers, if you play like how I think you should play, which is items on, I get the purists and all that stuff. But yep. I think it was intended for items, so let's play with items. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, anything can happen. I, I don't like playing Smash without items. Yeah. It's, it kind of defeats I, yeah. the fun. It's supposed to be just a quirky fighting yeah. game. Yeah. Um, his, his over B is really cool. It has uh, almost from, I think it's directly from Banjo-Kazooie, but like... Uh, he does like this rush attack mm -hmm. with the feathers of Kazooie um, showing oh, up there. Oh, yeah, gotcha. so you can only do like five, and then you have to rest it. So it's pretty cool, but it is a little powerful. Like I was able to knock players off the stage very easily with it. Wow. So I, I really liked him. Um, yeah. I still don't know what to expect when it comes to who was it, Terry Bogan or Brogan from last week that was announced. Yeah. SNK player. Yeah, I have no idea. So and we obviously like we talked about getting more DLC, but. This is kind of back to my hope, where I thought Joker was really cool. Yeah. Dragon Warrior wasn't. Banjo is really cool. Probably Terry might not be or something. Right. And then whoever that fifth character is will probably be really good. Who's going to be that fifth character? Have, has there been any rumors or anything online about that? I haven't seen The anything. biggest rumor that was going on forever was um, Shovel Knight, but he's an assist trophy, so they're not going to do that. Um, Waluigi, same thing that he's an assist trophy. Mm. Um, there's a character from Super Mario RPG that everyone really wants. Gotcha. But again, I I don't know if we're doing the game justice if we're only doing a character for one game. Yep. And I, at this point, 
we have yet to do a DLC character from a Soul Nintendo franchise. So think outside the box. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's my thought right now is it's going to be some sort of third party or maybe a Microsoft uh, first party. You think character. another one? Well, I don't know. So even though Microsoft owns Banjo Kazooie, yeah, they're not associated, quote unquote, with Banjo Kazooie being their license right. because they've only produced one game with them in it. Right. So like a lot of people still associate that kind of. Yeah. Um, what, what about this idea? So there's a new Battletoads game coming. That's that's. What, what if they did like Battletoads? So there? I could see either. Uh, Battletoads, I could see also Crash or Spyro. Uh, yeah. Some sort of maybe the, old n- mascot. The only issue with those are Activision. Activision. And but, I doubt they will cooperate with that. Well, though you could say the same thing because Square Enix and Nintendo had a very public breakup yeah. uh, when it came to the Sony PlayStation back when uh, Square Enix was still just Enix and Squaresoft. Right. Very public breakup with Final Fantasy VII going to PlayStation 1 as an exclusive. Right. Um, so, and obviously they let Nintendo use Cloud, which no one ever saw coming. Yeah. So you, you never know. I mean, it could be something out of the blue. True. Yeah. Uh, last thing is I did dive in more to the Super Nintendo Classic on the Nintendo Switch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm super deep into Super Ghouls and Goblins. Uh, so this is a game I played as a kid a lot. Yep. I could never beat it. It's notoriously hard. Yep. Um, the main reason why I could never beat it is I could always get to the final boss, uh, the first time. And this is kind of a known thing with it, but it wasn't known then. You have to beat the game twice to beat the game. What? Yeah. So you go through, um, the eight levels all at once. Yeah. And you have to, you only get the three lives. Well, then when you get to the castle, it basically does a Princess Peach with a toad thing where uh, you cannot rescue me at this point. You need a bracelet, and you have to go back and do it all over again, but the levels then are all supered up hmm. with like enemies from different areas of the game and stuff like that. So almost like a New Game Plus before a New Game Plus is It is, thing. but technically you never beat the game in the first place because you never rescued the princess. True. Um, obviously, back then, they did a lot of this stuff for replayability. Right. Um, I mean, you only had so many uh, bites in your cartridge, yeah. and games were not a plenty then. Right. Uh, so... You couldn't have a 75 gigabyte game. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, the RPGs that are so well known, like uh, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, those were few and far between. Right. So these types of games obviously existed. So it's nice with this rewind feature, too, that I'm not beholden to, like, con- I want to play the game just to, like, finally do it as a like a childhood thing. Yeah. But I don't want to be, like, frustrated for 20 hours trying to beat this game. Yeah. So I, I love that rewind feature. I hope they continue that. Um, not just in these, but in those other games that are getting re-released, like Aladdin, Lion King. Yeah. Um, just, and if they ever do the Disney Afternoon Classic collection. But it's, it's nice to see that if you want to play those hard games, the old games, cool, check them out. But, like, let's show you that we've improved over time. We're going to give you some features for you. Yep, absolutely. Speaking of giving us new features, we're going to jump into the topic of the show, Gears 5, which has lots of new features. Hold on, so, real quick. <laughs> I have to shift into gear. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a good transition, right? It yeah. kind of was. You shouldn't have said topic of the show. All right, well, I have to tell them <laughs> that we're leading into our next thing. Anyways, <laughs> Gears 5. So as I was saying before, campaign I'm really enjoying so far. So... The campaign is very different than Gears 4's campaign. 
So Gears 4's campaign was kind of introducing these brand new characters and you're trying to learn about these new characters. Gears 5 is a lot more about expanding upon uh, those relationships with those characters. So like Kate and JD and Dell, there becomes... I don't want to spoil anything, but there becomes uh, events that happen in Gears 5 that kind of test their relationships with one another. And the the things that happen in Act 2 are absolutely insane. I don't want to talk about them, of course, because I don't want to spoil anything. But the, well, you just spoil it, that's insane. Yeah. I, Act 2 was absolutely awesome. I loved Act 2. And the amazing thing that I like about this game is... It has a lot more open world exploration than I thought there would be. So a lot of the it felt level... like you were playing like Halo One when I watched you. Yeah, yeah. It's actually more. It's even more in depth than that. It's because I thought that's what it was basically going to be, but it feels more in depth than that. You have like your open world areas. So like Act Two primarily took place in the uh, snow environment. And you had this giant open world that you use the skiff to go around, which is that wind chaser thing or whatever you want to call that. And The thing that looked really pretty in the trailer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the thing about it is they crafted the story so you can go to any of the side missions or main missions uh, at any point that you want throughout that area. So once you finish that area, though, like when you finish Act 2, it tells you, hey, we're, you're leaving this area. Make sure you fin finish every, anything you want because you won't be coming back. So it's very, it's still linear, but it, it's open world area. So maybe a good comparison would be like um, the last two Tomb Raider games. Yeah. Uh, how those were giant sprawling open areas where you could do all the side missions, but yeah. you could technically go back to them, but there was yeah. no point because things would have changed. And, and the other cool thing is, is like, if you do certain things out of order, like the game acknowledges that. So like... If you go to this tower before this one, they'll make comments in this tower like that you haven't seen this tower yet. So you'll still go um, in, in that order. But if you go the other way, then you get comments about the other tower. So vice versa. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see the different I like that detail. Elements. That's, a, that's yeah. a really cool immersive detail yeah. to have. Now, I will say one of the missions, there was... I think this was just a kind of an oversight on their behalf, but... There was two towers, and you had to go to each one to, to complete the mission. Um, I'm kind of talking vaguely because I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, when I went to the first tower, apparently it wasn't the first tower that you they were kind of gearing you to go towards. So I kind of went Get out it. of... Gearing. Yeah, gearing. Uh, so I went out of order, and I went to that tower first, and they're like, they made one line of dialogue that said... Uh, well, this will be just like the other tower. We'll just do this. And I'm like, oh, I think they screwed that up. But, <laughs> I mean, that was one line out of the entire which, experience. Which will happen yeah. in any pseudo open world or open world. Yeah. I mean, e even Zelda, like, that you should not have been able to do, like, the... Like, some people are able to do the flame temple or the volcano Yeah. Uh, first. And in my mind, I'm like, you're crazy. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> but, like, some people figure that out. It's like, yeah. I don't think that's the way it was intended, but no. who knows? But, yeah. I mean, it's that's the cool thing. You can experience it the way you want to experience it. So, the campaign, campaign I'm really digging, and the things that are happening in, in Act 3... 
makes me very concerned for Act 4, what's going to happen, because I feel like they're kind of gearing towards something. I used gearing again, but anyways. Kind of heading to that yeah, spot. They're, they're kind of heading to a certain path that uh, I'm, I'm speculating. I'm, again, being very vague, because I don't want to... Be... So how many hours do you think at this point you put into it? I've put in probably about 10 hours into the campaign, I'd say, and I'd say I probably still have 4 to 6 left. Cool. So there, it's pretty beefy for like that kind of yeah. game, but uh, I'm I'm really digging the campaign multiplayer. Yesterday we dug into multiplayer a little bit, and I actually really enjoyed the multiplayer more so than when we played the beta a few a couple months ago. Whenever the beta launched, the open beta. Oh, uh, I think it was on the begin. It was either the first week in August or like last week in July. Yeah, yeah. and I think the reason why is because. We played yesterday, which the game launched yesterday for everyone. So I think we got a bunch of newbies in there. Uh, and so it, it, it makes it fun when you're able to just destroy people, but it's a lot different when you're playing against people who are playing the beta who is, are hardcore Gears yeah. fans. So, and especially somebody that doesn't... Like, you obviously play that game for the campaign. Yes. You enjoy the multiplayer, but you play it for the campaign. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So the multiplayer is a lot of fun when I'm playing people that don't know what they're doing, oh, but um and Horde look cool. Horde Horde is super cool. It's definitely the most uh, expansive of all the Gears games and like each character that you select. So this is the cool part, like any they have a bunch of different characters you can select like Sarah Connor. Oh, uh, I didn't know, realize Terminator I was already Darth in Fate. there. I thought yes. it was like a feature coming later. Nope. It's, okay. You, all you have to do is play the game and you unlock the Terminator Dark Fate pack. Cool. Um, and then there's two Halo Reach characters, and then there's a bunch of Gears characters. So each character in there has their own special ability, like uh, Emil from the Halo series. He has uh, like a bubble shield, basically. So he places it, and it puts a shield up that protects you from fire from all around you. Uh, and the other thing is, is like every character is geared towards a certain thing. So like there's uh, barriers and turrets and. St- Oh gosh, I used gears again. But anyway, get us out of this yeah, topic, Dave. Yeah, Our right. are ridiculous. Gearing, gearing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like there's turrets and and barbed wire and stuff like that. Every character has different components that kind of contribute. So not you don't have access to all of the defenses um, playing as any character. You have to kind of coordinate with your teammates. I like um, which that. Which is kind of cool. Mean, now you you explain this to me because I just assumed it was something they stole from zombies when I play Call of Duty Black Ops way back in the day. Yeah. But you're actually they were actually no, Gears inspired zombies in yeah. that sense. Gears um, too, yeah. So I, I thought it was like really cool to see like how much communication you I mean, granted, you can just screw around, but oh, yeah. how much can, if you want to be successful in this, it feels like almost like a left for dead arena. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you can do stuff, but if you don't have your teammates with you in that sense, like yeah. you're screwed. Oh yeah. If there's one complaint about about Horde that I have is it starts very slow. Uh, like, literally the first ten rounds, I'd say, are pretty much a cakewalk. So I feel like they should trim that back a little bit. Maybe it's like five or seven? Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's 50 rounds total if you finish the whole thing. But it, it gets very difficult. Yeah, I can imagine with that. Um, but I'm super enjoying that. Have you tried that uh, puzzle mode yet? Escape. Escape, that's what yeah. it's called. Escape is the new mode. So I played that last night. We played one match, and I guess I was confused. We I played it on the easiest difficulty because it was just the standard difficulty. Yeah, try to figure everything out. Yeah, 
and we played through it and it wasn't what I expected but I think that once you increase the difficulty it will ramp it up quite a bit um, so like when we played it yesterday we never felt the pressure of like that gas creeping in on you like the trailer kind of uh, implicates like we literally we got through it with no problem. Like we were walking and there was no gas behind us, nothing. There was, oh, geez, yeah, yeah. So I was maybe, like, maybe too easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, what is happening? So then I looked at like the, uh, the menu for the different difficulties. Cause I'm like, this can't be like this. There has to be something here. So then I looked and there's something that said like make gas twice as fast or something like that. So it's definitely, we were on the yeah. easiest difficulty, but um, I'm kind of interested to kind of d- dig a little deeper on that, but the map editor for that is super cool. You can place different um, building parts together and create your own maps. So that's that's really that's cool. actually like you say that that just gets me excited for Link's Awakening because of build, being able to build dungeons yeah. and like play other people's dungeons. I just want to see what it's like Mario the messed Maker. up community will make. Yeah, Mario Maker for Zelda. And, yeah. or Gears. So where do you think? Uh, I know you're not done yet, and you'll probably have more like uh, a little bit of deeper impressions as far as at the end. Yeah. Uh, next week, but where is this kind of ranking in your pantheon at the moment? Uh, of of all games? Gears games, I would say still Gears. Gears 3 is my favorite. It's kind of like Halo for me. Gears 3 was kind of like the pinnacle of the series. It was Yeah, you like all the amazing. threes. Gears, Halo, Mass Effect, all the threes. No. <laughs> Mass Effect 2. No. I liked Mass Effect 3, but 2 is better. Anyways, uh, yeah, Gears 3 for me had the perfect mix, Horde, uh, multiplayer, and campaign. The campaign was phenomenal. However, I will say this campaign is really, really good. And if I had to rank campaigns, it'd probably be Gears 3, Gears 5, Gears 4 in that order. And then Gears 2, like, seven miles down the list because I freaking hate Gears 2's campaign. Yeah, everyone everyone hates on that. No, no, Alana loves it from IGN, well, formerly of IGN. She absolutely loves Gears 2's campaign for some reason. I don't understand it was just it, not a franchise that ever connected with and i bought yeah. them all except for the fifth one honestly yeah at this point and just never connected but yeah i'm super enjoying the game though i'm super excited to finish the campaign and see what happens so these first two major releases of this holiday season yeah. have really got me stoked for like the continuation yeah um because like we mentioned in a previous episode like this is supposed to be a weak year we're getting to that console transition phase but we're still finishing strong Tyler Tyler puts in the chat, Gears 2 is amazing. Tyler, you are wrong. Tyler, great, great, great opinion. Don't let anyone wrong. change you. Gears 2 is awful. I don't I don't want to hear any argument for Gears 2. I'm kidding. You're allowed to say Gears 2 is amazing, but personally, I do not like Gears 2's campaign. <laughs> I thought it was awful. But Gears 2 was super revolutionary in the fact that it oh, yeah, created, created Horde. Horde yeah. So, and everyone copied it. I mean, Halo Again, ODS, 3 ODC, about this last Firefight. Week. How can they copy that, yeah. but no one copied the Nemesis system still? I, I don't get it. That is crazy to me. But um, that's it for the topic of the show. So... Uh, next up, we're going to go into our questions game. Uh, I think we're going to just kind of run through these a little, super so quickly. So we're stealing this straight up from Kind of Funny. Yeah. Uh, something that like I, I heard, I thought it was like really interesting because, again, we said this is slow news week. We knew we weren't going to have much going on. 
Um, that's why you like Sean Moore. Wow, Tyler says in the chat, that's, that's why I like Sean Moore. Well, you're dead to me. Anyways, continue. I just don't have an opinion on Gears. Um, so we, we're kind of stealing this. We're doing a little bit more of their questions, but we're going to do the same base where it's rapid fire. Uh, first thought that comes in your mind, no prep for it besides we typed it out. So do you to make this go a little quicker, do you want to just like you ask one and then I ask the next one? Or do you want us to both answer the all of them. We're both going to answer them. Yeah, just All the right. first thing that comes to mind. All right. Well, let's just go back and forth. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. All so right. uh, we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, guys, if you have any responses about these questions that we say, type them into there. Uh, we'll read them out as well. Uh, so first one, what's your favorite game of all time? Easy. Halo 3 is the GOAT. All right. So for me, it would be Super Mario World. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, what's a game you thought you'd like but actually hated? I'm gonna really make you mad. <laughs> Halo oh. Three. You what? I told no! you. No. I, I told Get you. Get out of this I, house I played right the now. Chief collection for the first oh time. Oh my god! I really did not like it. No. <laughs> I it what? Was, I did not think it was a good game. Oh my. All right, mine. <laughs> mine. Section Eight, which I was super excited <laughs> about because I played the original, and then the second one was a disaster. Anyway. Uh, what's a really popular game everyone seems to love, but you don't like? Oh, man. I don't know. I, ha- seems... I have one. All right, you go first. Uh, mine is actually, and I played this too, is Destiny. Yeah. I tried to get into Destiny because Bungie does have a great... Oh, I know. ...with first-person shooters, but I couldn't get into it. Right. I did not like it. Dark Souls. Dark Souls, yeah. There you go. Um... What's a game you didn't expect to enjoy but ended up liking? So I'm glad you just said that. Uh, Bloodborne. Okay. I that Bloodborne looked really cool, but I and I was uh, turned off by the Souls experience because I didn't know what that meant. I just yeah. knew they were really hard games, and I fell in love with that genre and the series. The original Mass Effect. Because it's an RPG. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, what game have you spent the most amount of time? hours on ew this is an interesting one probably halo 2 just because literally back then that was all we played halo 2 only so mine i'd hate to say it just like kind of thinking offhand i would probably say uh final fantasy 10 on the playstation 2 no I put a a lot of hours into that game. By the way, Tyler says he retracts his statement about liking you more because you said you hated Halo 3. Yeah, I know. So, it. That's fine. Uh, so sorry about that. Uh, if you had to marry the last video game character you played, who would it be? Cortana. Fury. No, from the last one you played, you idiot. Oh. God. Oh, so... You that... read the question and you still don't understand the question. Oh. So mine would be Fury right, from mine Darksiders. Would, mine would be Kate then. Yeah, mine would be a terrible person to marry Kate... because she would cut me open. Kate is good looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. she's a game character, you freak. <laughs> what? Kate? Uh, if you Laura had, Bailey. If you had to live in the world of the last game you played, what world would it be? If you had to live in the world of the last game you played, what world would it be? What? Well, that so gears gears game. yeah so like, yeah what would that be like earth and going out of space and shit? oh wow Jeez. probably probably english s- is not your probably subject, s- is it no probably sarah which is the uh home world of the cog and i think it's sarah s-e-r-r-a and that's kind of where all the locust 
So luckily, mine is Earth. Yeah. Downfall is it's Earth after the apocalypse, like two hundred years later. (laughs) So I am screwed because humanity's been wiped out. Oh gosh. All right. Um, What was the first game you ever remember playing? Uh, Mario Brothers. Mine. Super Mario. Mine would probably be TMNT nineteen eighty nine arcade game with my brother. Uh, Mutants in Time or uh, Teenagers in Time? On uh, was it on? There's uh, there's three Super different Nintendo? types. Yeah, but all three of them got ported to Super Nintendo. Okay, well, well the, except 19- the first one, the first one got ported to the Nintendo. The 1989 one's the one I'm talking about. So that would have been the Nintendo one. So I know which one you're talking about. All right. Um, have you ever pretended to be sick to get out of something so you could play a game? <laughs> yes, yeah, school. I, mean, I, I would count that because yeah. that's mine too. What I'll, game? uh halo 3 mine was uh gta san andreas yeah well funny side note i used the thermometer back in the day and put it on the light bulb and you always had to pull it off at the exact time or else it would give you an error code but so we before before uh bigs got bought out by rumpke they sold games yeah and they would never id me yeah so like i walk after i got off school or whatever like that i walked to bigs to pick it up basically because it was just down the street from my house oh my god <laughs> um, um so what what game did you last 100 percent complete i mean as far as a hundred percent like did every single thing you could do on it i would probably have to say assassin's creed black flag wow um, a while ago it was like i've done i've i've gotten so far in so many games but I know 100% I got every single thing in that game. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. Halo 5 wasn't necessarily 100% because... But that's the question. I know, but it's literally... In the context of Halo 5, it's 100% because the, there are certain things you cannot get unless you like get community challenges. Uh, or I, you work. I wouldn't count online. Yeah, yeah. So. I would never count online. Yeah. So. Um, in your opinion, what is the best games console? Xbox 360. Super Nintendo. I had to think about that for a second. Um, are PC gamers really superior to console players? No. Short answer. Yeah, definitely not. No. No one's superior to anybody. Uh, We have some crazy stuff happening in the chat. Uh, Ben is asking for me to get a cape body pillow. That's definitely not happening. And a room. I would agree. So that, that's not happening. Come on, I guys. would agree. Um, what's the next one? Are, uh, what's your, what's your opinion, opinion on Fortnite? What's your opinion on Fortnite? I actually liked Fortnite. I played a lot of hours into put a lot of hours into it. Uh, probably from season two to season four, I played a crap load of it. And then I kind of was just like, I need to set this aside or I'm not going to play anything else. Played it once on my phone, did not like it. Ooh. It was not my kind of game. Gotcha. Um, and I don't understand why it's still popular. I really don't. I understand yeah. my Minecraft because of Legos. Yeah. I don't get Fortnite. Have you ever watched a Twitch stream? Never. I have. Many. Uh, have you ever streamed yourself on Twitch or YouTube? Obviously, obviously yes, because yeah. we are yeah. right now. Oh, crap, that counts? And this is a little plug. We're live Wednesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube. <laughs> what? For Podcast BXM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one's yours. Uh, have you ever used a walkthrough? Plenty of times back in the day. Yeah. Internet used to not work. 
I, uh, it was tough to get uh, stuff. You had to go through Prima a lot. Not even just back in the day. I still use walkthroughs a crap ton now, like online. On IGN, I use their walkthrough guides. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, that's true. I did yeah. use one for a uh, recipe guide for uh, Breath of the Wild. There were there were some things I was looking for on Control when I was playing right. that I just used. So. The one thing I don't like using them for is exploration, though. Yeah. I want to find that stuff naturally. Like That's why the shrines took me forever. Yeah. But when it came to like the well, recipe recipes i liked knowing what those all were and the shrines were so good at like pointing you in the right yep. direction so you didn't really need need that yeah uh what's the best weapon you've ever used in a game best weapon energy sword cerebral bore from turok 2 okay all right like you literally just launched that thing it traveled all over the place cut open every dinosaur's head and they were all done yeah it was the greatest thing in the world. Have you ever had to stop playing a game because it was too scary? Yes, actually. Uh, but I was younger. We were playing in the dark, yeah. like complete dark. We were playing Resident Evil Nemesis, which if you know anything about Nemesis, uh, he is procedurally generated in the game where he'll just randomly pop up. And we kept like just walking through hallways and he would just randomly pop up and you had like no idea about anything basically. Um, yeah, and mine would be yes also for Outlast. Really? That game scared the crap out of me. I had to stop playing it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. I liked Outlast's story that you found. I hated the guy that kept chasing you. Yeah. It annoyed that, me. Oh, that, that freaked me out. He like when annoyed he, me. When he grabbed me through that part that you had to squeeze through. In the first, like, three like, minutes? Yeah, yeah, I was freaking out. Uh, but, has a game storyline ever made you cry? Yes. I would agree too. Halo, yeah. Halo 3 again. Uh, when Cortana, you find Cortana. That was such sad music. It was perfect. Uh, Last of Us. <laughs> Last of Us. Yep, eh? when his daughter died. That's and another I, one I had And I well. had no connection to her whatsoever, but oh. the way they did it, I'm just like... That was rough. Oh my God, like, I, well, is that my daughter? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was rough. Yeah. Um, I think we'll stop... Uh, at this one just because there's so many questions and yeah. we're, we're running long on time here yeah 100 uh, we could always do the rest next i agree yeah if you guys like uh, this let us know yeah. um like it's just short sweet answers so we'll, we'll do this last one what's your favorite fighting class warrior mage or rogue hold on real quick uh, tyler thanks for calling me out i ran out of mountain dew sean has drank <laughs> two different kinds of soda in the podcast i ran out of it i'm tired oh, as hell Jeez. all right so, it's been a long work week, and he will attest to that, too, with himself. What, what's your favorite fighting class, warrior, mage, or rogue? Oh, God, that's so hard. Just as I was giving you crap earlier, it always depends on the game. I would probably go, honestly, rogue, because a lot of times the rogue ends up being some sort of subclass of the archer. Yeah. Um, and I like playing from afar and yeah. seeing what I can do. It's like Diablo three, I love yeah. the necromancer, even though I know he's OP. Mine would be rogue as well. Uh usually they're like stealth based as mm -hmm. well and i love ha having yeah. stealth based elements like the hunter and destiny i love that that's my favorite character there so that's that's it for that so if you guys like that we can uh finish those questions yeah. next week uh possibly and we'll go ahead and jump into the final topic of the show top five games on the go so we're going to talk about our top five games on the go. This includes any handhelds, any, you know, Switch, Game Boy, DS, etc. So 
My first one is Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. I'm kind of combining them all together because they are all one entity. So shouldn't you just go with Pokemon Yellow because it had all blue and red? Yeah, I should. Minus the glitch. I mean, yeah. And Yellow was the best anyways because Pikachu. No, Yellow was the worst because it took out the glitch. Oh. I love the rare candy glitch. Whatever. Uh, Pokemon obviously was awesome back in the day. As a little kid, I absolutely adored that franchise and watched every single one of the episodes of the TV show. I miss that freaking TV show. That was awesome. TV show still going uh, on, bud. Yeah, but it's like Japanese. Well, and that it was before too. But yeah, I mean, but... obviously, Pokemon's associated with kids, and if you get out of it, yeah, I I tried like two generations ago to see if I could get back into it. Yeah. I couldn't. You couldn't. So that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. It was yeah. just an awesome experience. So sticking with the Game Boy, yeah. uh, basically a launch game with the Game Boy, uh, Tetris. Mm. Uh, so everybody knows Tetris. Yeah. It is one of the most recognizable and famous video games, not just from being a puzzle game, but just from that music. Yep. You hear that music, you know you're playing Tetris. Um, to this day, I actually still play some form of Tetris. Mm. I bought Tetris Effect um, last year uh, for PSVR. Uh, which was I actually I hope one day I get you to get a chance to experience it because it is Tetris but it's like a really cool like immersive experience with the whole thing yeah. but on the Game Boy uh, playing that like during car rides when we didn't really have the money for anything else besides that yeah like my mom actually played that with me like we would do the two player no oh, it, wow. was, it was a lot of fun so it gets non gamers involved yeah it does yeah it's cool uh so my my next three here are gonna be all switch games this is basically a switch list for me at this point but uh the next i have one switch so you're good my next one is my favorite switch game which is zelda breath of the wild that game is just phenomenal all of the shrine stuff like what we were talking about before loved exploring every one of the shrines and finding out like what was unique to each shrine because every shrine had its own like own deal minus the gyroscope yeah i it just didn't work that well I, I really liked the puzzle shrines and i wish there was more of them i kind of was like the combat shrines i was just like eh, i agree percent. Yeah, yeah and they just didn't have the same impact for me but those puzzle shrines are amazing i would pay for like yeah like those. that's so like there's a lot of predictions going around that the next holiday game for nintendo next year will be breath of the wild 2 right that's something i hope that they learn that the shrines are cool but people are really missing dungeons we didn't have dungeons in uh, breath of the wild yeah and that is where you get your huge puzzle elements so i'm really hoping somehow that makes a comeback agreed because uh, that'd be really cool to have yeah yeah dude you can't go wrong with that i mean that this generation regardless of how switch launched into this generation being kind of in between that'll be considered a top two game of this generation possibly yeah possibly yes yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, my next one is actually an indie game, Hotline Miami. Um, so I actually got this on the PS Vita. This is when I how I first uh, found out about it, or first played it, I guess I should say. But it is a type down, a top down isometric shooting game with a lot of '80s mantra as far as like. Um, just how everything goes, you switch different heads as far as like a chicken, a cow, yep. like, and it gives you abilities, but it's, it's very bloody, very bloody, uh, for being a pixel game, like you mess people up, you cut off limbs, all this stuff, but it's really cool how one, it's difficult and there's a lot of strategy involved in it. Right. Uh, but two, 
just how the aesthetic was itself. Like, you felt like you were in almost like an episode of Miami Vice. Interesting. With, like, an adult, in an adult way. Gotcha. Um, and it, the story, I couldn't tell you what it's about. It's a very messed up story with a lot of, like, subplots to, like, real world kind of kooky things. But that is whatever. That was king of gameplay. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Gotcha. Um, my next one is obviously another Switch game, Smash Brothers Ultimate. So, for me, it's just like, how do you combine every character from every Smash game ever and not consider it one of the best handheld games of all time? Because, to me, it's just like, the concept of that is insane because they had so many publishers and so many uh, IP owners that they had to collaborate with to all agree upon this one title and get all of them in there. And there's what, like over 50 characters now? Is there? Is it more than that? Go a little further up, like, buddy. By like uh, 50 more. Is it 100? Yeah. Really? And it'll be, so it'll be at, I think, after the final DLC, we'll be at 94. That's insane, man. Because uh, they count Echo Fighters and all so that stuff. just that alone, that's your fact alone. Like, there's so much variety in the gameplay, and I get tons of people love Melee and uh, Brawl, but for this to be a on-the-go experience on the Switch and to have the ability to play as any of your favorite characters from the Smash franchise, that's... So I love the ability of Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think Smash Brothers for 3DS made more sense with their control scheme. The only thing that kind of gets me when it comes to Smash Brothers now mm-hmm. is the control scheme really is meant for the pro controller, right. not the handheld controller. Yeah. So that's my only... But I, I, I will give you that it is the best Smash Brothers, even if it's missing uh, Hit the Target, which is... I don't understand how they still don't have that game in there. Right. Um, that is, by the way, something I wanted to add... Uh, they did um, do an update for Smash Brothers where Home Run Contest is back. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and I always loved Home Run Contest. Gotcha. Uh, Smash the Target was awesome back yeah, the in the Smash day. Smash Target, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. yeah, that's still not in there. Yeah. Which I don't get. Gotcha. Um, my third is Shovel Knight on the 3DS. Um, so I didn't kickstart this game because I'd never have kickstarted before in my life. But I heard about this I have, game. unfortunately. <laughs> Tell me not... Uh, <laughs> Some of them were not very good. Okay. Well, there's some that I could forgive. Like, yeah. um, some uh, of them didn't even come out. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying. To, what's the bat and the lizard I, game from uh, former Rare? Oh yeah, ukulele. ukulele, and that was one I backed. Okay, that was a smart one because even though it got decent reviews, it still looked cool. Another thing I backed was a freaking uh, physical um, thumbstick controller thing that uh, they announced for like phones, and I stupidly backed it and they never released it they just took my money yeah that sounds i was like are you serious so then i never kickstarted again after that um so everyone knows the story of shovel knight i think we even talked about this like uh last week during that during everything with shovel knight dig uh but 3ds's i know it came out on the the nintendo wii u and the 3ds at the same time it seemed more like a 3ds game to me and i think it's well it's an everywhere game these days right but it, it's still so much fun to go back to they supported it for so long it blew up on the 3ds it, yes yeah. um and it's going to continue getting a lot of love for years to come absolutely uh, my next one is my last Switch one on my list, which is Mario Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, that, that, that was awful. 
Mine was uh, better. Our collaboration on that was quite bad. Sorry. Uh, Mario Odyssey was super, super awesome. And uh, the, the super interesting thing for me for Odyssey is every level in that game is completely different. Like, I feel like I'm playing a different game in every level. Uh, like, the New York uh, level was, like, just New Donk City. so different. Yeah, New Donk City. New York, essentially. But... Uh, it was so different on every level, and I loved it. I really debated putting uh, Super Mario 3D Land on here because I really love that game as well. 3D Land or 3D, 3D World? 3D Land was on, on 3DS. DS. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Switch is not really a portable. Yeah, um, 3D Land was or 3D World was on Wii yeah. U, and then I, did yeah. they port it to. They have yet to. Everyone really wants them to, but gotcha. they haven't. Yeah. Um, question for you, because I don't think we've ever talked about this. Did you beat Mario Odyssey? And yeah. I, what I mean beat, did you beat the last two, Dark Side of the Moon and Darker Side of the Moon? No. Okay. I was just curious. I did not. Because those are very hard platforming levels, yeah, even no. for me. I gave up on okay. them. Okay. They, yeah. they, were, they were a challenge. I felt like a god when I did, because yeah. of how the floating mechanics go. I was just curious. Yep. Um, uh, my fourth is Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Color. Mm. Uh, this actually got re-released a bunch of times. Uh, it, it was even after the 3DS was failing. This was a thank you game for early adopters of the 3ds because i remember my friend chris got it i didn't actually buy a 3ds initially because i didn't need the 3d i didn't know why it was super it was there. expensive yeah too. it was like 250 it was 300 you might be right yeah. yeah but uh it's a metroid game um and it kind of uh reminds me like an updated version of super metroid while obviously super metroid's thought of more fondly uh i think metroid fusion gets an unfair rap a lot of people do give it crap um, because of its story or its sense of a story, but really, it was really cool that your main enemy was another Samus oh. in that game huh. that was like hunting you down. That's weird. Uh, a lot. Uh, the fusion um, aspect of like you had different types of suits that could do things like running in water, all this stuff. The bosses were really cool too. Um, again, it takes place in a spaceship like all the other ones do, but I just I, I really like this updated version of it. Cool. Um, so my last one is going to be an interesting one, and I haven't actually played this in a while, but I loved this game when I was in college, because uh, I would just basically sit between in between classes and play it on my iPad or my, my phone. Clash of Clans. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not Clash of Clans. So my last one is Hearthstone, which it's kind of funny how I actually uh, encountered this game. Uh, I like to listen to Game Scoop a lot, and Damon on there would constantly. That's why I downloaded it. Yeah, because Damon likes the things I do. Yes, yeah. it, he would constantly talk about Hearthstone and how he would play it every night, and I think he still plays it every night on his iPad or whatever. And I was just like, all right, I got to check this out. So one day in between classes, I was like, all right, I'll download this and check this out. I downloaded it and I literally played it my entire junior and senior year. Well. I say junior and senior, my fifth and sixth year because I changed my major so many times. But anyways, that's another story. Uh, my last two years of college, I played it a ton just between classes, and that game is so much fun. I love the card game element, and I love like adding to your own So deck. you know what's funny now that you just say that? Because obviously uh, we've known each other a while, but not like like decades or anything like that right but no when i first met you i remember a huge game that came out that you were obsessed with that you didn't mention pokemon go 
you were huge into that for because I remember true. you went up to yeah, like we when you were doing NKU. your night projects and stuff like that. You would yeah. actually go around and that, stuff. That is true. Yeah. We went up to NKU a lot to kind of go around campus because they had so many of the stops. But yeah. I kind of fell off that pretty quickly. No, but. I can understand. I mean, I, I tried, and I even told you that. I tried for a week, mm-hmm. but after, and I know they've updated a lot of this now these days, but, like, when you couldn't do any battles, yeah. it's like, well, what's the point of Pokemon? Well, right. you want to catch them. I was like, yeah. yeah, but that's not what I found fun in Pokemon. I always thought battling was. Right. Uh, so, my uh, fifth one is, tech. it is a uh, portable game now. It wasn't originally. It was a Steam game. Uh, but Hollow Knight. Uh, I know I've talked about how excited I am for the sequel, um, and a little bit as far as this being a clash between like Metroid and Soulsborne games, um, but it's really got a style all of its own that I really hope that a lot of people continue to, um, uh, I guess, find for the first time. Yeah. Um, that aren't sure if they like these genres, these Castlevanias, or anything like that, um, or Metroidvania, sorry. Uh, it, it's just such a, a fun game and the amount, like I, I've beaten Hollow Knight. I actually, um, beat the extra boss. I've done all the DLC. I still have yet to find though one of the bosses cause I still can't figure out how to get to one area. Um, use a guide. I, I know, but <laughs> I told you just a second ago, I don't like to do that for yeah. exploring. Um, but I did see like a picture of it and I know it's in the dream world. I just have yet to find that specific thing too. And at this point I've kind of give it up but i I just really like that it's portable for that you so you would rather give up than look up a guide online and just do it real quick well at this point one i couldn't do it real quick um because a lot of those games you have to have that continued muscle memory or uh, muscle Muscle memory memory. um like if i don't beat dark siders here the next couple of days i'll be done with it because of borderlands because of borderlands uh because even chris made a comment to me my friend that Oh yeah, he's not going to be wanting to do anything because he needs to power through before Borderlands, and he's right because, and I think you might agree with this too. Is yeah. once you get to a certain point and that next thing's on the horizon, it's you're daunting. counting it down, yeah. and then you're like, I'm either going to do this or I know my backlog what it looks like now. I'm not going to get back to it. That's exactly. just the reality of what we like to do as a hobby. Exactly. Yeah, that that's the same thing with me with Gears. I'm trying to get, finish Gears campaign, which I want to enjoy it as much as I can yeah. as well, but. I want to finish it so I can. Move Luckily, on to other you things. have a little bit of a gap between your anticipations. True. Whereas I have a week for Zelda. Unless I'm getting Borderlands. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But on PlayStation. What? I'm what? not. I'm not getting it on PlayStation. No. That's fine. I. I no. Multi-platform on Xbox One X, the most powerful console in the world all right guys that's the end of our show uh let us know what you guys thought of that uh questions game uh we may finish up those next week um but we appreciate you guys coming out to the live show we are live remember every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time on youtube um you can find plugs this episode for the record i know that's amazing we're all can't beat that price we're off to a great start here so you can always follow us at Podcast PXN on Twitter, Facebook, all of those places. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Deuces. See ya.